welcome everybody to the late night layover podcast uh we are your host i am raul and with me once again is the one and only hey it's your boy it's ryan and, and this is truly a late night layover the latest of nights of layover not only are we a couple days late but we are in the middle of the night which is why i've got my uh soft radio voice on as my papa mm-hmm. is sleeping and if he wakes up now he's gonna cry but it's it'll be bad time for you oh it won't be great but here's the thing this seems to be the best time because i don't know if we talked about it the other few podcasts ago i guess mm-hmm. but i i think supernatural is still going i i think it might be done i think it I, just done i think it just finally offed itself i assumed it was done a while ago but it seems like it was just done a few minutes ago or a few days ago supernatural series finale hit a bunch of touch okay so yeah it is done it is finished at a 15 year run okay so apparently the last thing that reminded me it existed was some gayness uh i think uh some angel dude and one of the main characters came out as gay together something along those lines I, from what I know, is the angel dude Cast Castiel Castiel? I think his name. His name. He just called Cast. He was like, "I love you, Dean. I've always loved you." And then he gets sent to super hell because he is gay. And God is Christian as fuck. Yeah. So he's not. Oh, but he's like he's New Testament Christian. So that shit's just a super evil to him. He's like, "Oh, I can't can't have that." God Down went, you go. God went absolutely not. That's not happening. That's not why I put you on earth. Yeah. But apparently, apparently that happened and everybody was super excited because it was a distraction from the, the politics going on. Yeah, it happened at the same time as a lot of stuff. So apparently mm-hmm. that's been totally undone. All that goodwill from last week is gone. I think it was always gone. Was it always gone? I mean, I know a lot of, I know like half the people who put up with Supernatural were like, man, this sucks. This is terrible. Really? Well, there's also plenty of people that are just blinded by the fact that their terrible TV show is just like, oh, it's, but it's my terrible TV show, so I love it. I think and the main that, thing, yeah. yeah, I think the main thing is that people who liked it already was like, this is it. This is the, the people who were of the queer community, the LBGT community, they were like, this is hype, finally. Uh, they're not saying that now, though. The number one trending right now is they silenced you because apparently the CW fucked up. Apparently, the writers made this choice to make these two dudes gay. And I guess the CW went, no, scratch that. That's not happening. So God of the network showed up and went, no one's gay. Scrap that. (laughs) (laughs) So in America, both those dudes get killed. Cass gets sent to hell. Dean dies. Sorry. Spoilers for Supernatural. I don't know. Oh, who gives a fuck? It's over. You should have you watched it. 
Yeah, she got out earlier. It's pandemic. You could have watched it, okay? But, yeah, yeah, time. But they both die, right? So apparently, someone didn't send the memo to South America because in the South American translation, he just straight so goes, "Oh man, I love you too," and it's like the the big confirmation. So everybody in South America is all hype, and everybody's in America is like, "Hold on a minute, hold on a minute." <laughs> And all I can think of is the network as General Ram walking out, <laughs> walking out slowly towards Kim, who's like, we're going to make them all gay. Everybody's going to be happy. We're going to we're the writers. And then General Ram just comes up in front of the audience and stabs him in the back. <laughs> so there you go. Spoilers for both Supernatural and Gears of War 1. Uh, shout out to that game. But God, I j- Every scenario of just a impromptu, super quick death just ran through my head at the thoughts of the CW going, absolutely not. That's not happening. And I think the best part is apparently they have a campaign, like a big, we are inclusive campaign going. Oh, I forget what it's called. I think it was called the Defy the Something campaign. Dare to Defy. Dare to Defy. Huh? <laughs> hmm. Oh man. I mean, it's sad for those people, but at the end of the day, it's just it's just some media. It's okay. It's it's fine. It's fine. Uh You know, what else is uh was trending on Twitter at least a little bit earlier. Ooh, it uh, might still be trending. Uh, boycott Chappelle show. Chappelle because Dave show. D- Dave Chappelle is telling you to boycott the show because HBO is not paying him. Oh, that's. He's like those motherfuckers ain't paying me. Don't watch my fucking show. Of wait HBO, but it was on Comedy Central. The network. Uh, I I don't know who exactly had it, but I, it might have been Netflix that had it. And either way, one whoever has it is like not paying Dave, so he's like straight up telling people, "Don't fucking watch my show." I gotta be Fuck honest them. with you. I gotta be honest with you. I cannot. I gotta watch it. It's been hilarious so far. I throw that shit up when I'm doing dishes, and every single time I'm just at the at the kitchen going Chappelle show, Chappelle show. Every time I fucking th- the the show is hilarious. I thought it would be canceled. Just because it's too funny. It's got all the jokes that uh, I appreciate from back in the day before, I guess, uh, sensitive people watch TV. Charlie Murphy. (laughs) Charlie Murphy. Like, (laughs) some of the jokes in the original Chappelle show would probably offend black people too. (laughs) Sensitive (laughs) black people. Like on Twin Darknesses. Like, that's... <laughs> a dark person might feel offended by <laughs> or saying that Prince had a blouse <laughs> shirts versus blouses. Bruh. You know what, Mike? You know what? Dave would probably be cool with you uh if you uh Pirated illegally it. watched it. Oh yeah, yeah. He's probably like, Oh yeah, fuck those guys. You can still watch my show, but illegally. I feel like Dave is the type of person to just post the link. Yeah, just, you just will. listen. Y'all got a seed. <laughs> Make sure you I don't see. want no leechers. 
He drops a tutorial. You're gonna want this VPN. That's so wild. The the content creation space because technically it's not only is it his show, but it's his name. Yeah, it's his but whole if, ass name. But if he went and told everybody they were allowed to download it illegally, quote unquote, it wouldn't count. He can't do that apparently. Like, could you imagine if? Uh, you got in trouble with your like ISP or something and Dave Chappelle vouched for you. He just went, nah, they can have it. <laughs> I give him the rights. I give this dude the rights directly. Oh, <laughs> uh, ultimate homie. Oh man. That's a, that's a Dave Chappelle move. That, that is a Dave Chappelle move. I could totally see who, Dave Chappelle going. Who is messaging me at four in the morning? You know, oh, it's Will. You. Okay. <laughs> Also, shout out to my boy, Will. He's, uh, what is he? Oh, he sent me a whole ass video. I'll have to watch that later. That's the song. Yeah. Have you, uh, how's, how's it been going for you? Uh, I've had a bit of a week, a little bit of a week. Uh, I seem to have fallen into the footsteps of you and Pepper of, Going into the pet foster care, Ooh, but this is a bit more, this is not the traditional foster care. So right now, me and my sister, we've been sharing care of uh, this uh, German Shepherd uh, husky puppy uh, named Hickory. And how we come to uh, be given hickory was uh one of mom's friends uh calm john uh he uh was given these three puppies uh from some person out in uh what should we call it melville because these three puppies were found in a ditch on the side of the road seemingly abandoned that sounds like what happened to our puppy. No. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, luckily, it seems that it was very recently, and they were just kind of, like, confused. Mm-hmm. So, the other two puppies were already given to families, and my mom's friend, John, uh, messaged her, and was like, hey, you want this dog? And it's been about a year and a half ish since our last dog passed away. Mm-hmm. So, pro- I kn- and mom for a long time was saying, no, after Coda, we're not getting any more pets. No more pets. All they do is break your hearts in the end. But, I mean, this dog's what, really. What, hold on. What are they, boyfriends? What are you talking about? They break I, their they, heart. They, they leave you too soon. Yeah, they don't do that on purpose. (laughs) No, it's not their choice or anything. It just happens, and it's always going to be sad when it happens. But those are her words, not mine. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I guess like she just couldn't resist. And she was also helping him out because he couldn't take care of the dog at that time. And his wife was like, 
busy at the at that time, so they just may agree me. All right, I'll, mom will take care of Hickory. This dog is adorable. He's a he's a little. He really is. He's really cute. I've posted a bunch about him uh, uh, through our uh, various messaging uh, formats. Uh, but uh, yeah, it like we're mainly trying to find a home for him because he is going to get too big f- to stay in me and Lindsay's apartment. True. Yeah. Because there, there's a chance that that the German Shepherd in him could like keep him at Manifest. more of a medium dog, but that I, I I can tell the husky is a lot stronger in him, so it's probably gonna be a chance he's gonna be about the size of a husky, which would be very cute. It is very. He's so cute. He he's got like a really nice coat. He's very cute puppy eyes. Uh, and he's teething, oh. which means he bites a lot. Oh, and I don't know if you're aware, but baby dog teeth, for some reason, way more sharp than adult dog teeth. Like, oh, oh, yeah. No, I felt it. It just, hurts like fucking hell. He's just a baby and he's just having fun and he wants to play. Uh, but his teeth is packed with razor blades and they will cut you up. <laughs> Yeah, like my hands and my feet are all scarred up. My legs are scarred up, and you could definitely tell. Like this guy, like if he was trained by the police, he would rip my leg off. Oh, you'd die. Um, I would just die. But luckily, uh, that we're we're not gonna give him to the cops. No, they they, no. they can fuck off with that. Uh-huh. This dog uh, says a cab every day. Listen, dogs are lovers. Okay, they don't want to attack people. No, and this dog is a job dog. So like you, uh, like I was looking into, I was looking up all sorts of stuff. Okay, all right, what what do I need to know about this breed while I'm taking care of it? Because it's a mixed breed, and it's a breed of two dogs that are very active dogs. Yeah, I think ours is like that too. Uh, one thing I noticed today is that our dog is uh, he gets real pent up, like. He'll just walk around, and if it's been too long, he'll just walk around, and he'll nip at people, and he wants to go outside and come back in, because he wants to go for a walk really badly. Yeah. Uh, I took him for a walk, and then when he got back, boom, he was knocked out. His mouth was open, he was laying on the couch, he was done. And I was like, we didn't even go that far. I don't know if it's uh, because he has tiny legs, and it, it feels a lot longer for him, maybe. But maybe. I just went to go take out the trash. It's maybe like two, three blocks tops. And when mm. we got back, he was like, yep, that was it. That's, I'm good now. I'm done. Yeah. And God, he's got that little face when it looks up at you. And you could tell he's smiling. Uh, mm. I would have preferred a, like a furry dog, like Hickory. The only problem is, and the reason I'm going to enjoy uh, my boy King a lot more is... Uh, short hair is a lot less hair everywhere. Um, I don't gotta worry about yeah. the shedding, and yeah. the grooming is hard. Like I got a, a waterless bath like solution. You just hit him with that, rub him up, dry him off a little bit, and he's good to go for a little bit. You don't have to do those deep baths. 
But uh, those those big shaggy pups, they can get real dirty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know that. Even for, like, a small shaggy dog, it's it's still, like, it's a hassle. <laughs> uh, how are you feeding him? Is he eating hard food? Uh, he's eating hard food. He's at about eight weeks now. So, like, he, he can handle the hard food. And that that's also how we, like, reward him for going up. Like, it was taking him forever to, like, learn to go up steps. But, like, you know, you entice him a little bit. You know, here's a step. step. You go up one step and then, like, two steps and then three steps. Oh, here's a treat, buddy. Let's keep going. And then he makes it all the way. He's like, oh, here's a treat. There's just a little, little bit of kibble. <laughs> I think uh, what might be the funnest part is you got him, like, right before the last growth sport. So I remember getting the dog and like a month later, suddenly he had feet like legs that could carry him places. And then a month later he was a big dog. Yeah. <laughs> like my dog is not adult yet, but he's getting, he's already bigger than all the cats in the house. I, like yeah. it felt like it was a week span between I'm little and the cats come and they look at me and I can't really do much to, him walking up to a cat, looking him down in the face, and going, "What are you doing? Get away from me!" <laughs> uh, oh, we had a picturesque moment. So our dog, the hardest part. How do I put this? There's been hard parts throughout the process. The initial one was feeding him and his brother because they had very short, stubby legs, and. They had to eat wet food, so they'd basically just swim around in their food, and then I'd give them a shower every single meal. Yeah. Uh, when I got to hard food, we were like high fiving. Yes, finally. And then they learned to pee, and mm. the wave of pee was the next big ordeal. Them just having to pee constantly, pee pads all over the house to protect our floors. And yeah. Then at one day. Do you have day, hardwood or carpet? We have hardwood. Okay. Yeah, which is lucky because you just wipe it up, you spray it down, you yeah, give it spray a it down, wipe it up. You're all good. Um. But after all of a sudden, he has not had an inside accident in a while. He goes to the door or the window and he brushes up against like our blinds to tell us, "Hey, I gotta go." It's time to go. Yeah, right now, Hick is, uh, like, he immediately knew how to pee on the pee pads, like, when we got him. So I was like, oh, okay, that's great. That is awesome. Uh, the, the problem is, like, if I take him outside, he doesn't want to go. We had that for a while, too. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, we had it to the point where whenever it was raining... And we'd take him outside. He just wouldn't pee. Um, and so at first I thought it was because he was afraid of the water or the rain. Uh, so when we took him to the vet, the, the vet was like, yeah, that's weird. Uh, he shouldn't do that. His breed loves water. And yeah. I don't know if he just needed to hear that he was a dog that wasn't afraid of water. Because after that, <laughs> he did it fine. It was fine after that. I don't know what the issue was for like the two weeks where it was raining heavy and he just wouldn't go to suddenly the dot the, the the vet was just like bro what the fuck are you doing he's like 
<laughs> oh yeah, right. Okay. So, oh yeah. I my bad. I forgot. I forgot I could deal with water easy. So yeah, since then I think the the next ordeal, which is not really a specific him problem, but more of a almost said racial. It's technically not a <laughs> racial problem. But he wants to play with the cats. But he only knows how to do that by trampling them. Because yeah. the, <laughs> just I, destroy them. Yeah. And the weird thing is like I remember the cat. We have the two cats, Fauna and Pancake. Pancake's a little slender Siamese, little slutty cat who is not spayed. So whenever she's in heat, she's just rubbing on everything, including him. And he's like, what the fuck is happening? But uh, <laughs> we've got uh, Fauna, who I remember being so big because she's a fat baby. Um, but then I look at him all day, and then eventually she comes over, and I'm like, wow, she's so fucking small. Were the cats always this small in comparison? Yes, they've always been that tiny. It's so weird. Now that I have a small dog, that's my frame of reference for smallness. Anything below his size, I'm just like, wow, look at that fucking miniature. And, like, he's still got some growing to do, right? Yeah, he'll probably keep going for a little bit. Pepper's like, I really hope he doesn't. I hope this is as big as he gets. And a part of me wants that too, because he is getting pretty big. Uh, but I hear uh, he could get. What breed is he again? He's a lab, right? He's like a lab, maybe pitbull mix. Uh, then he's got some more growing to do. Yeah, he's, he's gonna get very. He's gonna get very big. Yeah, yeah. Cause like I remember my grandparents' neighbor, uh, raised labs. And the one lab general was fucking huge. A part of me wishes I could just have a little Clifford running around. But little Clifford, not big Clifford. But the problem Clifford. is, is that Pepper is a little lady, and she'll get fucking trampled like these cats if it gets too big. Yeah. But yeah, like uh, the the some of the other downsides so far have been uh, not only does he like to chew on us, he also likes to chew on everything. So like my leather leather couch is being chewed to hell. Oh, I uh, I might have to go talk to a guy about getting the corner fixed. Damn. Because I do know a guy who does like. Like, I know that he works on cars, but I'm sure he could do a, uh... A couch? A couch. Like, he does leather and seat restoration, so, like... I'm, I think he could fix this, maybe. I'll have to talk to him. I have the, uh, problem where he's just... He eats everything. I feed him. But he won't stop eating. He just won't. But he, he needs more, though. Yeah, he, we'll he feed him, and then we'll go, Alright, you've, you've eaten... Now we're going to serve ourselves, and then we sit down to eat, and he's all up in our buttholes trying to get more food, just trying to mount the table like, I want a food too, what are we doing? He, We put food in the trash, he'll try to mount the trash and check what's in there and try to get something, he's looking for paper towels, he's looking for anything he can chew on and ingest, it's just, it's, can't, it can't all taste good. Half the time it's like a piece of paper that he found, like a... We got mail with a little coupon on it. He'll eat that. 
<laughs> everything, everything in the mouth, just trying to eat. Apparently, I found out that onion and garlic are toxic. He's eating that. We'll cook and like a piece of onion will fall down. He'll eat that. Onion shell, he'll eat that. Garlic shell, he'll mm. eat that. Garbage. He just wants to eat anything. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I went to take out the trash yesterday with him and I threw the garbage bag in and uh, I looked away for a second just to make sure it all went in. I turn around, he's chewing on something. I don't know what that was. I mean, there's no, I didn't see trash on the floor. It was probably a leaf, but he's chewing on it. I've taken him out to pee sometimes, brought him back in, and I see him on his bed, like, gnawing on something. I go grab it. It's a leaf. Just anything he could put in his mouth and devour. It's ridiculous. Yep. Dealing with that with Hick, too, like, I, I had to, like, I, I take him out, and he's just like, oh, yeah, there's this feather. I'm going to eat the feather. Like, no, don't eat the fucking feather. I'm going to eat this rabbit shit. Don't eat the rabbit shit. Dude, we had a, uh, I have a pen. I didn't, luckily I no longer used it. And shout outs to Apple for making the Apple pen magnetic to the goddamn iPad. Um, but I had a old Wacom pad tablet with a pen. Uh, and this boy, he decides, oh shit, this must have fallen off a table. I'm going to eat this. I get to him one day because I'm like, what is that? Is that a USB? He managed to devour half of the digital pen. I was seeing a microchip stick out the other end. I'm like, oh my God. What the fuck did you eat? Uh, dogs are great, aren't they? Sometimes. Yeah. So I also talked to a coworker of mine uh, who... It was actually kind of funny because I was talking to her and I was like, yeah, I've been fostering this dog. And she's like, oh, what kind of dog is it? And I'm like, it's a uh, German Shepherd Husky mix. And she's like, oh, my God, that's the exact dog me and my boyfriend were like talking about getting when we move into our new place next year. Like, oh, huh. So potential suitor uh, for the good boy. Bro, that's so lucky. Uh, but it would mean we keep him until like uh, till probably January, uh, unless my mom actually ends up getting uh, a new place. Like she leaves the apartment for uh, a place that she actually owns, mm-hmm. uh, and then she'll probably end up just keeping Hickory for herself. So that's yeah, yeah, because <laughs> we're all like we don't actually want to give him up but we're in a situation where like none of us can really keep him unless mom literally buys a buys a place which yeah. she which she talked to a broker recently about that so yeah so is it looking good is it is it in the uh, car? i don't know she hasn't said anything to me yet mm. but anyways I, I i put the word out that hey we're fostering this dog if you or anyone are interested in, in him, uh, let me know. Uh, that probably doesn't go out to you viewers because I can't exactly ship a dog to Singapore. You actually shouldn't ship a dog to Singapore. Don't do that. Mm-mm. Bad idea. Uh, don't ship one from Singapore to me. <laughs> Singaporeans, if you can ship one to me, 
I'll send it right back. I'm not going to keep your dog, but I'd be interested <laughs> in seeing if you could get one here. I I feel like we're breaking that you're breaking several like animal cruelty laws. True. True. But you're not if you put it on a plane with you. <laughs> yeah, okay. There we go. We There we go. We we have found the loophole. I remember one time I was flying I think it was from BC to No, I was going from where I live in Regina uh to Florida for the first time. Mm-hmm. And on that flight were was two uh Rhodesian Ridgeback uh dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- those are the dogs that like people use for hunting lions. That's what's up. So th- those dogs are badass, and you could like hear them in the back of the plane, just be like, "Wait, they were really crying they, live." They didn't. They didn't like being in a confined space. Well, you know what? I don't think any know. dog likes that. <laughs> That's usually not their go-to. No. So it was kind of, it was like, it's like, ah, oh, this is like the upgrade of the crying baby, is the two crying dogs. <laughs> Ugh. Can't escape it. But other than uh, having a pet for the first time in a while, uh, I've also been doing some cooking. I've been cooking. So what what are we in? Oh, I I thought I lost you for a second there. No, no, no. Uh no. Uh so for the past two nights I actually made chili. I did uh, cuz I was like was I've chili. got this I didn't mean to buy this fucking club-sized fucking thing of ground beef. So I was like, well, I guess I'm I I'm going to test my metal and make chili for the next two nights. For the next couple days. That's what's up. And I, uh... it fucking it fucking turned out real good. The first batch was like it, it was pretty box standard. I I was basically using what ingredients I had mm-hmm. uh, at my disposal because we we had just been shopping, uh, but we had some stuff like left over, like some admittedly pretty old onions where like the outside. Like, the majority of it, like, I'd say about 80% of the onion was good to use, but, like, the middle was like, oh, that's not great. I'm just gonna punch out that middle part that is, like, not looking good to eat and use the rest of this onion. And that worked? Yeah, that actually worked. I'm not sick. At, sick, So, it, it worked out. That's what's up. Just, just don't eat the brown part of the onion. It just, you know, just eat the white parts. It's all good. I feel like that's the best part of the pandemic. And that's like your best use of your time is to learn cooking. Cooking is just so essential to not. I've been losing some weight. I've been trying and it's been yeah. working. It's just so essential to a healthier lifestyle is just cooking at home. Mm-hmm, exactly. And. I gotta admit, it's not that it's not even that hard. I just actually made the biggest change to make it like ten times easier, and 
in two days, it's already paid dividends. Oh. Because uh, I guarantee if I hadn't done this, we might have ordered something out in this past few days. And that is... Okay, so what did you do? I got deli containers and did uh, a system where instead of prepping what I need to eat, I buy onion, I chop that shit up, and I just stick it in the fridge. And, uh, like, you kind of, you ever receive, like, wonton soup from a Chinese place? Yeah. One of those. I got a ton of those. Uh, I only used, like, five of them so far. But I basically, anything I would need for prep, I just cut it up ahead of time when I'm not busy or not occupied or interested in doing something else. I just do all that prep, label it, stick it in the fridge, put a date on it where I got to use it by, and then... I think of a recipe on the fly and then boom, you just throw it together. There's no prep. There's a, usually it's one pan too. So the cleanup super quick. So what you're saying is you've learned to pre prep. I've learned to pre prep for several meals ahead of time. That's actually awesome. I'm actually kind of proud of you, dude. I got it from a, uh, I guess this is what they do in most restaurants, maybe, um, or certain restaurants. And I was like, that is actually genius. And that'll save so well, much time. Well, yeah. Uh, like, that's. I, I worked in a restaurant for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I, I was only let go because I went back to my old job and I wanted to keep working. They're like, we're not going to talk to you again. And I was like, all right, fine. Wow. Uh, but like, part of my job was like, before we open, or during any town time, uh, I'm just fucking chopping up stuff. I'm just getting ingredients all ready to go for whenever uh, orders start coming in. All right, just fucking put that shit together. It's all ready for you. That is, it's so game changing. So game changing. And not only that, but um, I think the other thing that was happening a lot is food was just going to waste. Like, Oh yeah. You you so one of the things that that would happen is I'm not a huge fan of onion and we're having recipes because we're just two people and most recipes online are like this serves six or a ton of people and I'm like, "Well, we don't want leftovers." So, I'll just use half the onion. But that means I put the other half in a Ziploc bag and I toss it in the fridge and so when it's time it goes to have bad. it, yeah. So I forget where I threw it or it's on a shelf in the back somewhere. And then when it's time to order new onions, I get new onions because they're cheap. They're like a dollar for two. So I just get a new onion. And when I go to clean out the fridge, I'm like, oh, shit, here's the other half of onion. I think I I ran into like three different bags of half onion in it. I found like a whole pack of salami. No one ate. Oh, my God. I was just finding tons of food that I had to throw away because it went bad because I couldn't see it in the fridge. So what I did was I basically got rid of the shelving spaces on the bottom half, put it as close together as I can, and then I stick meat under there. Because meat, I can already see. They take up so much space. And then those little containers, see-through, I can see everything in a glass. Yeah. Next level. Why is it? This is the shit that they should teach in schools. Like the home ec shit. This is home ec. Exactly. Home ec is not cooking. This is home ec. 
This is how do you how do you not only cook? How do you fucking streamline this shit? How do you pre- learning how to pre prep is such a fucking like as you're saying it's game changing. It changes your whole fucking worldview. You're like, oh my god, everything is so much easier when it's just ready to go. Because you know what would suck? Like, I'm not working right now. I'm doing the freelance stuff and uh, picking up what I can. Pepper's got, like, the steadier job. Um, So my goal is while I do stuff on the side, and I did apply to a bunch of stuff today, uh, while I do stuff on the side and wait to hear back from some of these jobs, I can make the house perfect. I'll handle dishes. I'll handle all this bullshit. Um, But she does cook sometimes. Because there's certain dishes I just fuck up. Um, it's so much easier to only have to do dishes or only have to do something on a certain day rather than going, oh, we, we want to eat. Okay, let me go do the dishes and then I'll do all the prep and then I'll cook it. And then that's so many steps. This eliminates so many steps. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, learning my first batch of chili was, uh, it was, like, kind of mild with the spices. I kind of went a little light on it. Uh, but the second batch, I was like, all right, I'm fucking putting some shit in here. I got these bay leaves. I'm going to use these bay leaves. Uh, the power of the bay leaf really changes, uh, everything. It's a powerful, uh, fucking spice. Can I be honest with you? Yes. I I recently, because the other thing I, I've been making that's like low effort, super easy, is wings. It's $7 mm-hmm. for the whole package. I just season them, yep. put them in the oven for 40 minutes. And because yep. we're doing the healthier thing, there's no rice or anything. This is just purely to uh, eat a protein. It's pure protein. Pro, pure protein. There's enough. There's just enough for both of us to get a playful of wings, and we're good to go. Uh Paprika is the god spice. Like I ran I'm out sorry. of I'm paprika. I ran out of paprika for a batch of wings. Oh yeah. They were garbage. Pepper hated them. I was like, this is this kind of sucks. Bruh, pepper is the god spice. We started adding it to everything. Uh, not pepper, paprika is the god spice. Paprika, yeah. Everything you add it to, it just boosts the flavor to mm-hmm. something else. And I'm just like, bro, this is it. We found it. Found the spice. And that must be why it's so expensive in America because I had to buy like I'm little I bought a Mexican version. Uh and it's, I don't think it's a different paprika. But the packaging was like a baggie. <laughs> like, yeah. Which is hilarious to me. It's cause like you you know like like they cut eh, certain spices like they'll they'll come in the uh the shaker kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but you want to keep those when you're out, and then you get the uh, what you call it's the just the bags, and you fill those back up. So this wasn't that. This was like you ever been to a dollar store and seen one of those toy packs of like soldiers? Yeah, where it's basically a plastic bag and then staples holding together the little cardboard at the top. That's how they package this paprika. Uh oh. Hmm. Yeah, so luckily um another thing Pepper did that to kinda alleviate some 
issue and make things easy in our lives is she got these canisters that we put spices in. So instead of it taking up a bunch of cell space, they're these little metal magnets that stick on the fridge and they are also labeled. And so whenever uh. I'm going to cook, I just grab the spices I need. Basically, like whenever I'm making wings, it's just dry the wings off, dump it in a bowl, pull the spices off the fridge, put them back on the fridge. And the, the bowl is the only thing that got dirty. That's it, not bad. Put it on the rack and we're good to go. So do you bread your wings or? Uh... Nah, that's just extra calories. That's asking for trouble. I, uh, okay. I just season and I put it on a wire rack and they get crispy. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah, the first time I fucked up, though, the first time I added like oil because some uh, recipe told me to. And those were soggy and gross. Ew. But yeah, cooking has been a, been a big pandemic uh, learning experience. I also made fresh tortilla. I've been, I've been really fucking it up in the kitchen. In a good way. And you know what? It's also just fun. It's kind of fun to cook. Yeah. Like, I just enjoy somewhere. doing it. Like, I put on some music and I just like... Start. I, I'm literally in in the lab, <laughs> trying shit, and it's fucking great. I think the I think I more enjoy the knife because I like cutting things. But I see what you mean. I don't enjoy the cooking so much because the cooking part is stressful. I I feel like I fucked that up the most. I can cut things great so the prep part is probably my favorite but the actual cooking and uh using the right timing and stuff like that it's too much of a science and i'm bad at science yeah understandable but no it's uh it's been fun cooking uh i'm gonna not sure what i'm gonna do next probably chicken uh, that's probably what's gonna be because i'm probably just gonna be eating chili for the next uh couple days Delicious. i made a bunch that's oh, good chili real good chili um but other than cooking and dogs i've watched some stuff i've been watching things that's what I like to hear. Uh, some anime things. I finished an entire series the other day uh, called uh, Kokoro Connect. I think that's what it's called. Kokoro Connect. Kokoro. Yeah, yeah, Kokoro Connect. Just kind of. Uh, what? what uh, tell me how it is described. Co- fucking goddamn it. Kokoro. <laughs> uh, Give me the, the the genres of wherever the hell the thing the show was. Yeah, it's kind of a yeah, it is exactly what I thought it was. A romantic comedy, supernatural kind of show. Because mm-hmm. you know, I need that lighthearted shit sometimes. I, I've <laughs> especially after the shit I watched the other day, I was like, I need I need the palate cleanser. I need. Something light and funny and quickly can watch. 
Sounds Luckily, this right. show was like 17 episodes. And that's always the wave. That's always the wave. I can't get back into another One Piece. Even though One Piece was my shit. Yeah. I've toyed with the idea of going into One Piece. Dude, but like, I dude, don't know. Do what I, I do. Watch know, the dub. The dub was fine. It, the, it, the four kids dub? No, nah, nah, not the four chan dub. I think there's another dub on... Uh, they made for netflix yeah i think it's i think it's funimation like yeah. is doing like a dub or whatever but yeah no this show was actually really fun i really recommend it mm-hmm. if you're just looking for something to just kind of like blast through um and one of the characters actually does something i didn't see i don't see a whole lot because it's all about these like five kids in high school and they're kind of being fucked around by, like, some otherworldly ent- entity who's basically, like, God. And he's just kind of, like, fucking with them a little bit by, like, oh, sometimes you'll your minds will switch bodies. Oh, whoa. Deal with that. Or your inner desires will be unleashed. So, like you want to fuck someone you're all of a sudden all you can think about is like i'm gonna fucking suck that dude's dick i'm gonna fuck (laughs) you'll do everything to suck their dick or if you want to fight someone you're gonna fucking throw down this sounds like such a japanese concept it's a real japanese concept um but one of the characters at the end of the show in the last like arc is just like like, their personality really changes because they're so fucking sick and tired. They're literally tired of this shit. They're so fucking over and done. They're just like, I, fu- I can't take this anymore. This is bullshit. I have no privacy. What the fuck? And it's like, you know what? That's understandable because you've gone through some weird bullshit. And you're like 16 and you don't understand this. Like, this is such a fucking real-ass moment. That's what's up. That's what's up. The, is it ended? Is it just yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, like, pretty done. I think there's more stuff if you read the light novels. But, like, I, I, I got no time for that. No time for reading. Unless it's that, uh, that manga you shared the other day. Oh, <laughs> I don't even remember how I found it. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. Uh, Sakamoto Days, right? Sakamoto Days, yeah. That retired hitman shit is is it's a good premise. That's a non-Japanese premise that I'm pretty sure they'll do very well with. That this this will this will do bangers over there. Absolutely. I really I I like it. That's kind of the reverse. Of like, instead of, oh, the game is pulling him back in. It's like, I'm pulling now I'm pulling people out of the game <laughs> while still being the best. I'm giving them the reverse John Wick. It's like, that rules. This fucking rules. It's pretty fantastic. It's only like one chapter so far. So it's like, I'm hoping this... This keeps going. I'm hoping there's anime down the down the line. Yeah, because this is definitely something I could see. Like, it could get very popular this, if more eyes are on it. If anyone deserves one, I think this one deserves one. Oh yeah, 
And we've only seen what one chapter? A single chapter, and I'm I'm hooked. I'm in. I'm fucking sold. I this is this is going. This is part of the routine now. Like that and my hero are like gonna be the two mangas I read. That's what's up. Speaking of uh, reading, watching the American side of this, have you seen Batman? I mean, not have you seen Batman, but have I brought up Batman to you? No. So at some point, and I'm going to spoil it just a little bit, just a tiny bit. It's a tiny spoiler. At some point, I guess they remade. uh, Do you remember the old Batman uh, Under the Red Hood? movie that came out yes yes we might have actually talked about this you might have talked about it did it uh did it come out i mean uh i don't i don't know i I haven't seen it yet but i do remember us like discussing the fact that it's like a a choose your own adventure kind of thing yes that's the new one is kind of like a choose your own adventure so whether or not jason it's jason right what's his name uh jason todd jason todd whether or not he'll live or die like in the comics um but i think the best part of it is uh it probably has the best scene of any batman thing in the past few years because on that thing let me say batman film in the past few years because it has that sick scene where a un uh crazy faced joker who's just in plain plain clothes plain outfit plain face is talking about the events that have taken place in front of a out of uh, costume, just run of the mill adult Jason Todd, <laughs> and so huh. he's he's explaining the events to this what he believes is a stranger. Um, I saw this clip. That's what a, that's the only part I've seen. I haven't seen the whole thing, but he's explaining to him as like a stranger, and then. I forget the exact thing Jason Todd says, but he clearly reveals himself because he knows he's talking to the Joker at this point. And when he reveals who he is, uh, the Joker brings up a very good point based on the actions that Jason takes throughout the series of becoming the Red Hood and that he is uh, as much jason todd's son at this point not jason todd the joker's son at this point as batman (laughs) because when he comes back as red hood he's killing people indiscriminately he's like uh taking over the the mafia uh drug chains to have a income he's like those aren't those aren't batman moves those are my moves i touch what i do yeah and i was like damn this is probably the sickest joker riding i've ever seen why is this hiding that's really good why is this hiding in a cartoon tv show because like that's that's always kind of been joker's strong suit is that he's such a good manipulator oh it's so good that's that's some good shit oh that's that's a lot better than (laughs) Uh, I remember watching The Killing Joke in theaters, and uh, you've seen The Killing Joke uh, animated uh, I think film, I just right? watched that recently, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was watching it with a, with a friend of mine, and when that scene popped up of uh, Batman and Batgirl, like, 
They start making out. Okay, they, I was start... also that was jarring for me as well. I was like, <laughs> that, that was, that and we do? just like look at each other, like, what the fuck? Because in, in my I, head, I need an adult. Here's a, here's I am problem. an adult. Here's the problem: it wasn't even that it was a sex scene. If it was Catwoman and Batman, that, that's fine. You go, oh, okay, yeah, fine. But like, yeah, that's, the problem that's cool. is, is that the Bat family are kids in my head. Like, that's like a dude having sex with his daughter in front of me. <laughs> I'm like, what, what that's fucked up, Bat man. What the hell are you doing right now, bro? Bet, bet, you're letting that happen. You're, you're just gonna do this. You're gonna do this in front of me, Batman. It, in front of my salad. In front of my salad. <laughs> I could not believe it. I, I when I, I when I watched the animated show too, I was like, that's a weird thing to add. Because I, granted, I've never actually read Killing Joke. I don't know if that's what actually happens, but it just felt. I don't know either. It just. Like, that whole first half really felt weird, because it was all to set up, like, the the gut punch of Barbara being shot and becoming paralyzed. I, it was jarring. It was a little yeah, jarring. Yeah, that, that was... That's one of the first times an animated Batman movie, like, completely lost me. <laughs> I was like, what? 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 Me looking at Batman like, this not it, Chief. Mm-mm. That's not what I would have done. I can't look at you the same way. <laughs> I was like, I assume Barbara's like, at that point, like 20 or something. Like, I assume she's at the age of consent of course, or something. But like, at the same but like time, that doesn't feel right. Batman's like 40. What, what do they call it? Like grooming? Is that not grooming? Yeah, yeah, that's what, that would, mm, yeah, yeah. So weird. So weird. That's that's one of the weirdest scenes I've ever seen. And they just dropped it real casually. (laughs) And then afterwards, uh, he goes ghost. And I'm just like, what's happening here? These aren't Batman moves. Why would Batman do this? (laughs) This The Joker taught him those. I can't believe Batman hits it and quits it, and then Joker comes out of the out of the closet like those are my moves. I told you. I see you read my book. Oh my god, I fucking love it. That, that's that's wild. That's wild. Uh, and to more or less wrap up my week, um, to also wrap up uh, me watching stuff, I started watching Slam Dunk. I wanted to watch that. I, I think I watched the first two episodes of Slam Dunk. Yeah, so it is, for one, very 90s. Like, at but least at the start. 90s. It's, it's, it's that good 90s, like, flavor. 90s anime is actually the best ever. The <laughs> Ran the Halfs. What? The Inuyasha. The mm-hmm. um, Yu Yu Hakusho. But go ahead. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Why? Why? What would you say is the thing that made you were like, "Oh, I gotta watch this whole thing now." I I don't know what it is, but like, I mean, I think it's just like a general a genuine interest in watching more sports anime, and Slam Dunk is like a legendary fucking piece, uh, in the uh, like it's one of the highest selling manga of all time. Oh yeah, because and basketball is huge. And it helped make basketball huge in Japan. Mm-hmm. 
Because, like, it, it came out at the same time, like, Michael Jordan and the Bulls, like, became the dominating force. Not only the that, NBA. but they're, they're parallels between them. For example, yeah, the red hair. They wear Rodman. fucking yeah. Bulls uniforms. Yeah. I heard uh, the main character is supposed to be like Rodman. That's why he's got the red hair. Yeah, he's supposed to, he has kind of a bit of a De- Dennis Rodman feel to him. Maybe not as, like... Aggressive and... <laughs> Uh, well, he's party. still very aggressive because he's the juvenile delinquent becoming a basketball star. True, true. But like, well, I, I doubt he's taking trips to Vegas and disappearing before the. Uh, the yeah, no, he's not doing that. <laughs> he's not. He's not doing. Well, Mike, I need, I need. I need a week in Vegas. <laughs> I need a week in Vegas, uh, Takamoto. <laughs> oh. Here's a, but uh, here's the thing though. Slam Dunk oh, has always uh, hit me different because it's it's so the crossover power is ridiculous. It's crazy, and that artist is fucking insane. He's he's so fucking talented. I think like you look at his other work. Like for one, he also made Vagabond, and he like I I only follow like two artists. I think real artists. I'm not talking about like oh I'm um, I'm not talking like me. Artist in the bio on Twitter. I'm talking about artists. And that's Kim Jung-gi. Because that guy is a fucking insane. He's basically a fucking mind printer. With ink. And that guy. I forget his name off the top of my head. And it makes me feel bad. But the dude who made Vag- Vagabond and Slam Dunk. God there's so much uh. detail. In his art. Like it's not the typical. Japanese like kind of. Not low effort. But like. Um, very kind of blocked out, like less realism. It's almost effortless. Yeah, it looks so good, so good. And like all the character designs, even for like a background characters, they all feel like they're unique. Also, it is uh, written and illustrated by uh, Takehiko Ione. I Ione. I think that's how you spell it. I don't know. Double check. But yeah, no, the dude's fucking one of the most talented artists out there. Oh, it's Inoue. Inoue, yeah, that's how you you pronounce it. Yeah, Inoue fucking rocks it. He rocks it hard. Because, like, probably once I finish watching Slam Dunk, I'm probably going to start reading his uh, other bat. Well, his. Other, other, his more recent basketball manga, but it's wheelchair basketball. Mm. It's called Real. Oh, I've seen that. Hold on, I think that's the. Is that the short hair dude that I keep seeing holding a basketball? I didn't know they were in wheelchairs. Well, yeah, uh, that might be, that might be him. But like, it's been going on since '99. Uh, and recently got a a new uh volume. So oh yeah, it's kind of sick, bro. Also, uh, one of the characters from Real, I I identify with heavy, and I'm gonna post him, and you'll understand why. <laughs> Once you see him, you'll go, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. <laughs> like I feel like every so often I see a character that I can cosplay in media, and I go, oh, like it's it's just me, like a me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that tracks for you. I I can see why you're you're like yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, that's my guy. That's my dude. 
But I think the thing I love the most about, like, especially, I posted on this on Twitter, but, like, why I fucking love watching old anime is that everyone looks fucking, like, the dudes in these animes look like they're fucking 40. Dude, they look like dudes, bro. These are not your your soft boys. You know what I'm saying? No. If we're splitting splitting them up, new anime dudes are Raiden, and old anime dudes are Snake. Yeah, like the fucking example I posted. Like that's a thirty-five-year-old man, and he's starting high school. That's a, that's a teacher who is a freshman. <laughs> I love that he just like yeah this this fucking kid. Yeah, he's got a full-on mustache. <laughs> like fuck yeah, let's go. You know what I think is the most important part too, that. People talk about how JoJo depicts its young people, its high schoolers, its super muscular dudes, but they forget JoJo is an 80s thing, technically. Yeah. So that, that tracks. That's on brand that tracks for, 80s, for the time. Right? Everybody was muscular back then. There's just a bunch Everyone of was fucking huge. buff fucking high schoolers. That's totally yeah, this is, this is 1990. And that dude's got, look, look at that dude. He's got a square ass jaw. His fucking the hair is like in that perfect like punk fucking. He just finished smoking. He he's <laughs> he drove here. He gave the teacher a ride. Oh man, he's looking great. He's looking great. Hey, look, you look at half the characters in just Slam Dunk and like, those are grown-ass men. Yeah. <laughs> those are some grown-ass men. Pretty much. Also, uh, I gotta hand it to Inoue, who's dedicated to his love of basketball. It's one thing to go, I like basketball, and then draw a bunch of people who play basketball. It's like a next-level thing to go, I like basketball even when they don't got legs. Even when they're rolling around, bro, I still love it. Ball going over. I still love it. Every everyone gets a piece of me, <laughs> bro. And I'm looking at these covers. He's still nailing it. Still knocking it out the goddamn park with this art. Yeah, no, like the guy's unreal. I, cause like I think Wooly talked about it and how like he's probably never gonna finish Vagabond. Sadly, because he just does, he lost his passion for it. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm just going to go back to making basketball manga. Right. <laughs> he's got like he's got like slam dunk, and then he did like a web comic, and then he's got real. That's like three basketball uh, adjacent mangas. He knows what he's about. <laughs> he's like, oh man, I fucking love, I fucking love basketball. I also love samurais. <laughs> he's like, I love samurai too, but. Not as much as I love basketball. What if I had basketball playing samurai? Oh shit! That would actually be next level. I'd watch that. That, that would be unreal. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's unreal. <laughs> you you might have just did something. I, I don't know if you understand what you've just done. <laughs> Do you hear the 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 sound of that drum? That's like. As it builds up, and then suddenly it goes to the the hoop, and you get like a cross slash uh, edit across the screen. 
as people get back to the uh, to the check line. Ooh. Bro, he steals the ball and you see the slash. Uh, and then- <laughs> <laughs> that dude lost his head. He's just dribbling his head. <laughs> Oh my god. But yeah, shout out to uh shout out to this artist. He's great. I have uh you know what? If you are into sports anime, we gotta watch Haikyuu, bro. Haikyuu is yeah, so I I am currently caught up. If you wanna watch, I'm always down to watch Haikyuu. I need to get caught up. It's so like just wholesome and inspirational. These these young men who slap slap balls in midair, bro. Slap balls. It's so good. And, like, it's good to watch. Like, they make volleyball, which actually, admittedly, is a pretty fun sport to watch. Like, fucking crazy fun. Without going, like, over-the-top, like, anime bullshit. Like, like, Colonel Basket will just have, like, a dude pass the ball with one hand. Well, laser beam (laughs) is coming out of it, which I appreciate that. That's just the 92 Bulls. (laughs) (laughs) Japanese lunchtime rush. That's the only thing I remember from uh from the anime. But god, yeah, sports animes are where it's at. As I've gotten older, uh I start I did watch some My Hero, but at the end of the day, it's all about the sports anime. Like I can think of a lot of sports anime that I would consider up there for being some of the best anime ever. And like Epo is still, in my eyes, it's still like the king of the sports anime. I think Haikyuu's overtaking it for me. I think I get more enjoyment out of watching Haikyuu now. But every time I hear the winding down music in Ippo after he's won something, listen, it's nostalgic. It's nostalgic. It really hits me. Uh, but yeah, no, like... There's a lot of really good sports. I hope fucking Tepu, the girls MMA anime, oh, well, manga, that I, I hope it gets an anime someday. I think it deserves it because it was fucking hype from what I read. That's what's up. I didn't even know that was uh that was happening. Oh, yeah. You, you I'll send you a link for it because it is, it's not like a pussyfooting around. It's like these chicks are badass they are being the fuck out of each other that is what's up what have i been like yeah this is mma they're gonna not they're not holding back punches fuck no they're beating each other down that's what i like to see in fact oh you know what i started watching queen's gambit that like what's that pseudo documentary where uh so there's this this is it's not a documentary. I keep saying documentary to everybody, but it's more like a drama about supposedly a female chess player who's like a savant from a young age. She was playing at an orphanage uh, because her parents both died in a car crash and she was real like mm-hmm. silent and reserved. And so she would play chess with this janitor. So she just, she picked it up easy. Brilliant at it. Uh, starts destroying people and fucking... Uh, tournaments and stuff um after she gets adopted and can do that but they they make a point to make her being a female in the competition space 
a big thing. So they're like, I can't believe it's so young and she's a girl and stuff like that. But like, it it seems fake, which is why mm-hmm. I went to double check and it's not a real story. And it seems to be based on a dude named Bobby Fisher, which is even weirder to me. Why suddenly change the, like, I have no problem about a series based on a female in this way, but it seems weird to just take some dude's story and then instead of doing a biopic, you just make it a female yeah. and you make uh, the focal point her being a female. But the, I think the weirdest, most jarring part is this is a period piece. So 60s, uh, Britain. It's weird. The weirdest part is it doesn't feel real because. And I'm trying to be delicate, not delicate, but like. I'm trying to explain this in the best way where, yes, it is bad how women are treated in most of these uh, industries and stuff like that. But you got to show that it seems weird that they would be so accepting of this woman coming and beating their asses into the ground. Like they make a point to show rooms full of dudes who are grandmaster level who play her and then lose. Yeah, they get dummy. And yeah, they get they get dummied and dumpstered and destroyed and most of the time they're just pretty cool about it and I'm like you're you're going to sit there and tell me that British dudes in the 60s all of these dudes they were cool with this? They were just fine with this? It was it was jarring because it didn't feel like an honest depiction of what would happen if it were real. Basically, you feel, um, oh, I had the word, too idyllic. Yeah, it's too like, it's, it's such a uh, rose-tinted what-if that like, I feel like it kind of, it underplays a struggle, kind of. Like, yeah, it's jarring. Downplays it, yeah. yeah. Downplays it. Like, yeah, it's jarring to me when I watch something and that's too important like i think i watched a uh food show on netflix like some kind of like they highlighted like different places all over the world and they made a huge point about the person being uh gay like she just happened to be a lesbian and Mm -hmm. while that was fine it just seemed out of place in a food show about uh her restaurant (laughs) um but I feel like this is the opposite where I could believe. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's weird to throw it in there, but people are gay. I understand that it's fine. Uh, this is the opposite where you're not going to tell me that dudes weren't upset as shit to see this younger female person just show up out of nowhere and make them feel less, make them feel inadequate. Like it's wrong to me to do that. Yeah, because for one, old dudes can be huge fucking crybabies when they don't get their way. Absolutely. And, like, the other thing is, like, people are weirdly respectful. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's one thing that we're learning is that dudes are kind of pieces of shit, especially back in the day when they had power. And these are white dudes with a lot of power. They're, They're not, like, poor. They're prestigious. They get to play chess. They ain't no chess in the hood. 
These are not like <laughs> these are not no. poor whites. These are affluent white people who are getting together to play chess. And you mean to tell me none of these are fuckboys? Not one dude is like making a snide comment or touching her inappropriately or anything? It seems weird. It seems weird. Hmm. And yeah. again, I don't agree with that. I don't think they should do that. If somebody did it today, it'd be fucked up. But I think we got to acknowledge yeah. that that's how people were. The world was not a nice place for women, especially before now. Like, it's bad now. It was worse, though. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. I watched the uh, the Fresh Prince reunion show. I see. I saw it. And I just I think I just ignored it. Well, it's actually I, I thought it was actually pretty good because for one, I really like the Fresh Prince. Uh, like I remember like staying up to watch reruns uh, whenever they would come on TV. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, it's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Same, but like. I think a part of me doesn't want to see them grow old. And this was like, I guess if it was a continuation of the show somewhat, it would have like interested me more, but I, I'm tired of, uh, Will Smith just getting in a room and talking to people that he used to talk to him and Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith talking about how they used to fuck August Alsina. That was never something I wanted to be a part of my 2020 experience. I didn't want that either. So the last thing I want is to uh, watch the reunion and find out that uh, Uncle Phil was in an entanglement with uh, with the, the replacement of his wife. Well, luckily, it doesn't really do anything like that. And in fact, they have a lot of respect for James Avery. Mm. Uh, that part did make me kind of cry uh, watching it. Uh, and just hearing about like like, you actually do get to see, like, Will and uh, Janet, like, bury the hatchet after, like, feuding for 27 years. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was a heart, that was a nice heartwarming moment of, like, oh, wow, this, this thing that has been, like, a black mark against the show and against, like, Will and, and, uh, Janet, uh, Ooh, has Janet. finally, uh, the original on Viv. Oh, because like she left in season three because the studio gave her a bad deal because at the time she was like dealing with a bunch of shit at home like she just had a kid uh and she was in the middle of an abusive relationship and she was like really trying to keep it together uh but like going to work every day was hard mm-hmm. and she just didn't tell anyone what was going on so when she what when the studio said well like she didn't take a deal and she just left but the studio was like oh we fired her and like will who was 21 at the time he didn't know any better Mm -hmm. uh he was like yeah she was kind of difficult in that last season and that torpedoed her career like that destroyed her career Mm. Uh, she got like her family disowned her because, like, they thought that she, like, ruined the family name because she got fired from, in quotation marks, fired from the show. 
to like she had nobody. I see. I think I saw a clip where uh, she mentioned that she got basically blackballed because uh, they said that she was difficult to work with. Uh, but I didn't see all that. That's fucked up. Everybody, yeah, knew, everybody knew she was pregnant though. Like, yeah, they were that was in a way that was known. Yeah, they basically just want the the studio wanted her to like, yeah, you just work, you you just do Fresh Princess for like a year or whatever, like that gets rid of her salary, that uh takes away other opportunities, mm-hmm. like you're just locked into one show. See, that is that is a real thing that happens in the 90s yeah like could you imagine what happened before that oh god that's 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 probably a nightmare like that happened to a black woman on an all black show basically (laughs) like yeah you can't even catch a break there then fuck what is your option bro yeah uh bond some some lighter notes with it like they do talk about like how it got made, which is fucking fascinating. How they even got Will on the show. It's like Quincy Jones's birthday and Will like got invited and then Quincy Jones who's drunk off it off his fucking tits just goes, "Hey, we want to make a show. We want you in it." He's like, "What? I'm just a rapper." It's like, "Ah, fuck it." Wait, does that mean, uh, I guess Will Smith is the most successful rapper or actor transition, but technically, I wouldn't call him a great rapper. I, I mean, he was, he was alright, but like, I mean, Wild Wild Rest fucking slaps. Men in Black fucking slaps. Where the men in black. Like, yeah, I wouldn't say he's like the best rapper, uh, but he's a damn good actor. Here's a question though: Do you think Jaden Smith is a better rapper than his dad? If you asked me that like five years ago, I would say no. But now I'd say Jaden. Jaden has more bars than Will. I gotta admit, I, I, I listened to that first album. I liked some of the songs. I like more of those songs than most new albums coming out today. In fact, I still went back to a few of them uh, earlier this year. Uh, Jaden isn't trash, as I thought he'd be. He's not that bad. Not that bad at all. And, like, some of his features are actually really good. Yeah. Well, like, all he has to do is, like, oh, here, here, here you go, Jaden. Here's a verse. And he's like, all right, I'm going to just kill it. And it's like... Damn, he kind of killed it. <laughs> I think that, or rather, do you think? That, did you see that uh, Gemini Man movie? No, but I wanted to. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like Jaden should feel a type of way with how they digitized um, the Young Fresh Prince. Instead of just using like a sun for his claw. <laughs> because I'm not gonna lie, Jaden does not look like his father 
enough. No. Um, and in my as I was watching that in my head, I was like, "Bro, why is young Will Smith a better got a better son in this movie than he had in real life?" <laughs> like, uh, seeing him, in, like I've never I've seen like a few interactions between Will Smith and Jaden, but let's be honest, most of the time they're talking about each other when they're not in the room with each other. Yeah. Seeing Will Smith interact with his fake digital son was more than I'd ever seen him interact with his real son. And I feel like that's weird, but also hilarious to me. Like, of course I relate to this guy. That's me. Yeah, like, looking at all of his kids, even, like, none of them really look like him. Like, face-wise. Maybe they'll grow into it, but who knows. Maybe. Maybe Trey will. Have you seen uh, Jaden, though, lately? No, I, I don't think I have, actually. So, I, uh... I think it was either Jarna Lucas or... Uh, Jason Derulo that stops by where they're living. Jason Derulo. And Jaden is there working out and I think he walks into frame. I guess during the pandemic he's been doing nothing but lifting weights because he's still like miniature. He's still miniature and tiny but this dude is fucking ripped. (laughs) It was so jarring. Hold on, let me see if I can find a, a picture of this. Why is he so huge? Why are you so ripped? What's going on? Oh, yeah, and he's ripped in the weirdest way, too. Hold on. Does he have, like, abs, but, like, no definition in his arms? I don't even think it's that. I think it's more like, because he's such a slender individual, he, he just looks so, like, you remember Rich Boy? From that, uh, yeah, that, it kind of it, it's giving me rich boy vibes. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, second, I think I found it. Like, it it almost looked like he got titties because his fucking, what the fuck? He looks so slender in the the chest area or the stomach area rather. But uh, you, like, you know what it looks like? It looks like football pads. <laughs> it looks like he's wearing a muscle shirt costume. Oh, this is it. This is it. This is where I saw it because it's kind of like off to the side in that picture, but full on, you're like, dude, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why is there no definition in his arms? Oh, like, with that first photo you share, like, the top, like, it's his forearm. It looks small. It's so top-heavy. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like it looks like a. I, I don't even know how to explain this. He just looks 
raw. Like, one of his biceps looks fucking huge in comparison to the other one. It's actually pretty funny. Dude, you need to work out your left bicep way more. Somebody help him with that left bicep, please. Someone get him a personal trainer. He's lifting weights. He's doing great, but like he's doing it wrong. Let's let's be clear. He's way fitter than I am. Goals at some point. I want to be be fit like that. But at the same time, dude, you got to eat. You got to eat something. You got to fill out that center. Oh my god, that's fucking crazy. That's nuts. I've never. Humans are not supposed to look like that. They're really not. He, he, he looks like, like a more human version of fucking Gavin and Michaels, uh, wrestlers from I think it was the WWE 2K14 <laughs> Achievement Hunter video. It's, They're fucking monsters. It's so they wild made. because like he looks like if a starving person tried to lift weights instead of eat. Like they thought if they <laughs> lifted enough weights, they wouldn't be hungry anymore. <laughs> this this is a man who's fighting hunger physically physically <laughs> physically. <laughs> Oh. oh man but shout outs to him he's probably super fit and healthy yeah probably like rich people could be pretty healthy they can afford it they got it they got the the gym right there they got the personal trainer money the healthy food money the money all right so do you have anything you want to talk about before we yeah, shout out to uh, it's like five in the morning. True, true. <laughs> shout out to my boy. Storm got me uh got me Cold War. And uh, hey. there's a double XP weekend going on right now. Hey. I'm playing the shit out of it. Bro, that game it, it fixes everything I hate. Well not everything, oh, but almost good. everything I hate. Um before I played this, I forgot that I hated multiplayer in modern warfare. Because Modern Warfare was me playing Call of Duty after not playing for at least three years since World at, not World at War, World War Two. World War Two. And it felt new, it felt different, and I was like, yeah, this feels pretty good. But going back, it didn't feel like Call of Duty. This feels like Call of Duty. That feels like Battlefield on Call of Duty maps. And yeah. the maps in Cold War, 90% good. I think there's one that I'm just like, I never want to play this map again. But for the most part, they're pretty fucking solid. But I think the most important part is everything just feels nostalgic. Like, I feel like I'm playing a remake that's not a remake. All the weapons, they're, uh, they, sound fine they play good but that's not the most important part it's i'm enjoying the moment to moment gameplay i am going i'm putting up good numbers i'm not having as nearly as much frustration and i think the most important part is 
I can see shit in this game. It's not doing the overly real thing. People talked about Call of Duty being like the gray shooter, the orange brown shooter for like years. Pretty colorful now. It is colorful. I'm seeing people when they're laying down. I was playing S&D and I got the final round kill because I saw the dude. If I if I was playing Modern Warfare, he was like prone on the floor in a corner. I would not have Maybe. seen it. I would not have seen it. It'd be a brown spot. I played Warzone for one match with somebody and walked into a room. I walked past someone and they shot me in the back because I was like, what the fuck? It was just so dark. And no matter how much you turn up like the brightness or the gamma, people are dark and they're wearing dark clothes and they blend in. Not so with Cold War. I'm seeing everything and I'm having so much fun doing it. Uh, The grind. Yeah, it's there. But at the same time, it's so far the season pass is not yet and that's going to be inherent FOMO there's no FOMO in the game right now like there's no daily mm. challenges that are going to disappear or reset tomorrow the way you're getting XP is just straight up there's challenges associated with every single thing you can do in the game and as you do them you'll unlock shit calling cards little, uh, stickers you'll unlock it in the game I clicked on the store tab and all that's there right now is uh, a challenger pack which eventually might have blueprints and i wouldn't be against it i like the blueprints and operator packs from uh warzone but there's nothing there right now right now they're like hey you bought a game play the game bro yeah i i think that's gonna be if i do end up getting a ps5 soon that's gonna be Probably the game I get with it. Oh, you've got to. War. Also, I haven't done it yet because I'm waiting for my boy and I want to do it with him. We're going to have a good time with it. Uh, zombies seems to be a way bigger part of the game to where when you yeah. open up your weapon in uh, multiplayer and you go to skins, there's two tabs. One that says zombies, one that says uh, multiplayer and the skins cross over. And uh, it's pretty much a consensus right now that zombies has the way better skins so mm. everybody you see that's rocking sick uh weapon skins they came from zombies yeah and i did see because i watched a quick look on the game and i saw that like y- you uh can level up your weapons like through multiplayer and zombies yeah because apparently you could just take your loadout into zombies now yeah, that's that's game changing. That's pretty good. And like, yeah, that might get me back into COD. Dude, it's never a better time. It's never a better time. In hindsight, the most fun I had in Modern Warfare was Warzone, and that's a free edition that they put out later. Cold War, I am enjoying right from the jump. Now I'm gonna let I'm gonna be honest. Modern Warfare is a better looking engine it's got the shadows it's got everything it's very pretty the movement is much more realistic everything's very realistic in modern warfare but cold yeah. war is arcadey fun it is call of duty and i love it that's pretty good it's pretty good so yeah that's All probably right, that's probably where i'm gonna wrap it up because that's yeah, let's wrap it up. That's what I've been playing today. That's probably what I'm playing uh, again a little later after I get some work done. Yeah. 
All right, Raul, where can people find you? People can find me, as always, at Orisona on Twitter. Uh, and from there, you can find me on Instagram, wherever uh, social content is placed and or sold. Um, and where can they find you, my good man? Uh, you can find me at Haunted... Oh, no, not that one. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Vagabond Haunted. Uh, I post a bunch of shit. Uh, there's the link tree there that leads all to my other socials. And you can follow the podcast at Late Layover on Twitter. There's also a link tree for that. It links to our socials and all the adjacent socials. It's got everything now. That is... Uh, what's up? Yeah. So, that's uh, a goodbye for Raul. Uh, before we get going, there is one more thing. Oh. There is one more thing. Oh. For all you listeners that love us, you want to support us, you want to see us grow, uh, now, if you go to the merch store, there's new merch for the 2020 Pandemic World Tour T for both regular people and staff. Uh, eventually, yeah, eventually yeah. the staff ones are going to be something you get from an event that I'm hosting at some point when uh, masks are no longer required. But for now, we're going to go from home, buddy. Uh, it costs a little more for the staff ones just because they're staff ones. They're not meant for the general population. But in the future, uh, you can apply to be staff. You can come work for us for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get them, the reason why is they're Teespring. Uh, that should be linked on all social. I'm pretty That's sure. It's linked on the link tree. I'm going to go ahead and pin it. Pin it as my tweet. And uh, thank you guys for listening. <laughs>